What is it you've always known should be possible that you've never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here are your hosts, founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Hello everyone, Gary and Dane are not here today, so you have me, Andrew Gardell. And today we have a very interesting topic. Well, we have a very interesting question is the name of the show. Whether we talk about it depends on, you know, what people call in and ask about. If people call in and ask. So today's show is called, What Could You Do If You Were Willing To to Have The Life You Truly Desire? Mm-hmm. There you go. It's a doozy. I can barely say it, so apparently I don't have any... You know, any stuff with this topic either. So, since we don't have any callers right away, I did get a clearing from Gary, too. So, I'll probably read that at some point. But, you know, as I was I was saying, you know, I could just talk for an hour to myself. And I might just, you know, have to get over. Maybe I could truly do that if I was willing to truly have the life I desire. Just talk on the radio for an hour. Without anyone calling in. Uh, I guess we'll find out. And to me, this is really like the question. Gary always makes these questions for the show titles. And I always find them interesting because they always scramble my brain in a certain interesting way. Because the question is like, it goes forward and then it goes backwards. At least in my head it does. Because it's not about what you would do. It's about what you could do if you were truly having the life you desire. But most of us look at if we were truly having the life we would start, we would be doing what we would do. Or we, we, you know, there's all these things we say we would like to do, but we don't allow ourselves to do, because that would be what we truly desire. And this question is really looking at, well, what, if you were having the life you truly desired, what would you really be choosing? And would you be choosing what you think you want, or would you be choosing something else? And have you even looked at you know, what it is you would like to create as your life or what you really would truly desire to have in your life if it wasn't about the money or about what you decided you can't have because you're not smart enough or what you decided you can't have because you made this mistake or that mistake. And with that, now that I've sufficiently talked about it. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future of what you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing everything that is time is a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all <sighs> right and wrong good and bad pot and talk all nine shorts boys and beyonds well that's a, a doozy right there Whew. and and for me when I when I came when I first started doing access, or even before access, when I was in chiropractic school, I just started really looking at what it was that I truly desired to have, or truly desired to create, or, you know, as you're in school, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? But it was even more than just what I wanted to be, but it's like, what would you like to have as your life? Or, or as, you know, even more than that, you're living. Because, and I always think it's funny, because Gary, um, Gary tells the story of, like, 
when he was he was growing up, his parents asked him, "What do you want to grow grow up uh, be when you grow up, Gary?" And he said, "Happy." And they're like, "No, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, or an Indian chief?" And he said, "Yeah, I don't care as long as I'm happy." But how many of like how much are we taught that we have to be or we have to do something um, or we have to decide what we want to do before we even get there? And that that's really what's important, you know. The value of your life is what you do, not that you get to maybe be happy. So, what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create? Are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Ooh. And what could you create, or no, what could you do if you're willing to have the life you truly desire? Everything that is, times a godzilla, we destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And if you'd like to call in to the show today and ask a question, the number is 1-888-346-9141. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? Everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it's so interesting. Uh, we have, it, we talk about that if you don't acknowledge something, then you it can't really show up. Or if you don't acknowledge that you are something, then you, you end up really fighting yourself because that you just haven't acknowledged it. So what is it that you would like to create or that you desire to have that you're not acknowledging? Everything that is times a godzillion we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because I remember... Um, one of the one of the more recent things, since we're talking about acknowledgement, is uh, I've been talking. Gary's been wedging me and Dane too about um, when I came to classes about being handsome, or that I was handsome, or that I I don't even and I still to this day I don't really know. We talk I talk about this, but I don't really even under get what that means or what that is, or it still spins me out. See, as you can see, I'm talking about it, and I'm like I don't know what that even means but they kept saying you're handsome and I was like okay cool what is what, what yeah I don't really I'm like okay cool I'm handsome and then um, one day we were in uh, I was in I don't know I was somewhere in a class oh in Stockholm there you go earlier this year at the ABC and I was like what do you mean he's like well have you ever really acknowledged that you're handsome and I was like no what does that have to do with anything and then Gary asked me again, well, have you ever really acknowledged you're handsome? And I was like, okay, no. Okay, I'll acknowledge it. I'm handsome. And pocket potted it. And the energy changed. And then all of a sudden, started people started saying how handsome I was. 
or they started going like talking about that or saying oh my gosh you're, you know or i'd hear people talk about that and i'm like this is so hot but when the acknowledgement of it allows you actually to have it or to receive it and so when you don't acknowledge what you and and i mean that's not exactly what we're talking about you know in the context of this topic because it's about what you could have if you were you know the life you could have but it's the best example i can remember off the top of my head you know i should have prepared for this call but who knew i was going to actually get to stay on topic um so anyways uh with that oh yeah we're talking about acknowledgement there you go see i'm managing to keep my add in check and so if you don't acknowledge what you would like to have then you end up fighting yourself or you end up going for something like looking to put your energy and your creative capacity into creating something else so it's like if you're willing to truly have the life you desire, what would that look like? And are you willing to even be honest with yourself enough to acknowledge that, you know, you would like to have whatever it is you would like to have? And everything doesn't allow that times a godzillion we destroy and create it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, poison and the else. So, where's my clearing at? What have you made so vital, valuable, and unreal about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? Everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and create it? Oh, God. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and gets. Excuse me. So, where's my... I lost my clearing again. Oops. So, what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and hock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. And... With this, especially with future, because your future isn't something that's fixed. It's not something that's solid. It's something that you can change based on the choices you make in the present. So what choices are you not making now that would create everything you desire? And everything doesn't allow you to be no perceive and receive that, but you destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Gonna have to like start looking up jokes during the break or something, you know, to keep myself entertained while I'm talking to all of you. Because running a clearing for, you know, however long is just, I mean, I don't know. I might blow my own, my brains might ooze out my ears or something, especially with this one. Dear God. Um, you know, and it's, this is one of the areas I, I really, in the classes, um, whether, you know, it's one that I'm facilitating or one that I, I see, like, I ask questions or I watch other people ask questions, you know. It's always more fun when you watch other people ask questions and, you know, they get to be the ones that are silly and not you. Uh, but we, we talk so much about ask and receive, but are you actually acknowledging what you're asking for? Because there's so many times we have these points of views or these, um, 
and usually these insane points of views that we don't even know we have that are creating what we're asking for and creating what's showing up in our lives that we never even realized or we never wanted to acknowledge or we didn't even know we had in the first place, so why would we acknowledge it? But it keeps showing up in our lives over and over again. And I think this is where we've made it so vital and so valuable and so real about never actually acknowledging what we're creating and maybe the difference or that something different that we'd like to create. So what have you made so vital, valuable and real about never perceiving, knowing, being and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh boy. That's such a good clearing. Glad I asked Gary for it, because otherwise I'd, I'd have even less, you know, to talk about. I'd have to make something up totally. I wouldn't have been prepared at all. And, you know, but I guess, you know, maybe if I was truly willing to have the life I desire, I could just wing it. But maybe. I don't know. Anyways, it's time for a break on the Access Consciousness Radio Show. And if you'd like to call in, you can call in. It's one 346 9141. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Here's what I love about the pearls of possibility. They come to my email inbox, just pow, there they are. I'm laying in my bed, I'm taking a nap, pow, pearls of possibility. Two, they're all the latest and greatest clearings that Gary and Dane are creating on the Voice America calls just delivered to me. So my lazy ass doesn't actually have to listen to the freaking call every week. I can just get the clearings. Hello? And three, it's $10 a month. You don't have to pay $50,000 to fly to Africa and, you know, be first class and be fancy all day and go to a class. No, you could lay naked in your kitchen if you want and listen to these things. They just show up. It's $10 a month. Why are you not doing that? So if you want to be a lazy ass like me, sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities at www.com. You guessed it, pearlsofpossibilities.com. That's www.pearlsofpossibilities.com. How does it get better than that? Have you ever stayed at a place that alters your reality and you become more as a result of it? Have you ever been to a land so joyful that your whole body lit up? We have a very special invitation for you. The chance to pre-purchase a night or three at two of the most unique places on the planet, Castello di Borgone in Italy and Proa, the resort in Costa Rica. A purchase that will create a different future for you and a different future for the planet. To learn more, just go to projectpossibilities.com and reserve a future night for you at the lowest rate to ever be offered. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
0346-946-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Hello, everyone. It's Andrew still present. You know, haha, I didn't say here, here, because, you know, that joke about Dane here and everyone else saying they're here and they're not really here because they're not, never mind, their last name isn't here. But, and today we are talking about what could you do if you were willing to have the life you truly desire? Mm hmm. Pretty sure I could do a radio show talking to myself for an entire hour if I was truly willing to have the life I desire. So, I will do it. And we've been talking about creating the future you desire with the process that just keeps on giving, you know. And so much for me when we talk about looking at what you would really desire and we have this really cool tool. Um, I remember Gary talking about th- that um, the VA, well, sorry, with on, not on VA, but just in classes about women would always ask for a relationship. Not women, just in general. I take that back. Men sometimes too, but there's more frequently women in the classes. So most of the time it's women talking about the relationship or the relationship they would like to have. And Gary's t- recommended that you, you write down a list of everything you would like to have and uh, a potential mate, a potential insignificant other, enjoyable other, lover, whatever. You'd write that down. And then you also write a list of everything you wouldn't like to have. Because the funny thing is, you know, if you just include everything you would like to have, then you get someone that has everything you like to have. But you also get someone that may have everything you do not like to have, too. So, you know, thank you, universe. <laughs> you know, which is really funny to me. You can get everything you like to have and everything you don't like to have in the same person. So odd. Hurts my head. But anyways, so you would do this list, and you can make the list. And then Gary recommended we add, you add this other crazy, cool, crazy tool from Access called Who Does It Belong To? Because how many times have you thought, you know, that something was really your point of view and what you really truly desired or how you just were? And then you ask the question, who does it belong to? And realize it's not your point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, exactly. So, you can make the list. And then you go back through the list and ask who does it belong to and pocket pot it. And then see if that changes the list at all. And then you can go back through it again, maybe like a week or two weeks later, and actually go through it. And then usually by that time, you actually get clearer on what it is you actually truly desire. And it's what you actually truly desire, and not the points of views that you may be bought from other people. Say your parents, friends, siblings, you know, whoever else that could potentially have an effect on you. Um, And that's really where you get clear on what it is. One of the ways that I've seen you can get clear on what you truly desire to have in your life. The other way, you know, which is my favorite method, is to just keep choosing. And then, you know, you're choosing something and it's like when you're choosing it, you keep choosing it and choosing it. And then all of a sudden you get to the point where you're like, I don't know why I keep choosing this. This is like the, the hundredth time I've chosen the same stupid thing and I'm over it. 
And then I realize, oh, maybe that isn't really what I actually desire. And that's why I get frustrated with it. And that's why I get angry. And that's why I don't want to deal with this. And it's why that doesn't really work out. Because I didn't really desire it in the first place. But I was trying to convince myself and prove to myself that I really did. So everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. And where's my clearing? And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? Oh my god, so heavy. Everything that is times a godzilla we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. I remember, actually, since we're talking about this, like what the questions I, that, that led me to access. I didn't really realize I asked the question, but, you know, over the years, I realized that I actually did ask a question. But that, that's what created me in access. What created access showing up in my life. Or how I created access showing up. Anyways, uh... Because I was in chiropractic school and I was totally dissatisfied and kind of fed up with chiropractic school. Because I really enjoyed school before chiropractic school, but chiropractic school really wasn't the same experience for me. I, I really enjoyed being challenged academically, and my my undergrad was that. It was it was a challenge I had to study. I kind of had to work, and I really enjoyed like seeing how things worked on like. The, to the like the smallest level or the biggest level and I just enjoyed being challenged and kind of looking at different points of views and um, really learning it as a way of learning it and educating myself and not necessarily memorizing things and regurgitating facts and what chiropractic school was they were just telling you is look you just need to know this information just memorize it pass the test pass the boards and then go practice your license you might not really need it um, when you get out of school, which isn't really, you know, something that that sat well with me because I just can't operate that way. Well, I couldn't. Maybe I can do it more now, but I didn't really like it at the time. I liked learning because it was fun, and I'm weird like that. So anyways, one of the nights I was just really frustrated, and I was also just not happy with the – I don't even know where I got the word empowering from, but I wasn't really – like part of education was – to me was really educating myself and for people that were to have people around me or to be you know in school you would think people the teachers were looking at educating you and they were at empowering you to to know this stuff and to be a good doctor and to actually have the tools and um questions and you know the knowledge that you might need when you go out or to be able to, to basically be educated enough to the point where you can handle all these things. Or at least know what to do or get them how to get people to, to someone that could handle it. Um, and so I was just like, oh, and I don't know why I was up late. And I was like, is there anything actually out there interested in empowering people and interested in going beyond itself? Because I was also fed up with how I would have to, you would have to, the other things I was doing outside of class, you know, the other seminars I was going to, they would take you to the most basic level because that's where everyone started at. But then you would go to an advanced class and they'd say, okay, you can throw all that out the window now. It doesn't really apply at all. And I was like, but why didn't you just start me out here then? 
and a lot of the times they would just start you out at the the basic level because that's you know the basic level and that's where everyone started so they think you should start there even if that really wasn't applicable anymore especially in the grand scenes things so anyways i was like is there anything out there that's actually interested in empowering people and going beyond itself and not like holding on to old things just because that's the way historically where people have started and so i asked that and then you know some months later someone was talking about that i should check out this thing called axis bars and i was like yeah yeah and then i forgot and then some months later i was listening to some teleseminars because you know i was in chiropractic school and they were free and I was poor, and I was like, oh, this is a great way to, like, learn about things, and I would, they had, would, time to time, they would have chiropractors on there, and I always found it interesting to listen to the chiropractors, because I was like, oh, they started from the, from where I am now, I'd like to see what they're doing now, or how they're using the chiropractic, like, how they use chiropractic to create whatever they're creating, or what part of it it had in what they created, so they had a replay from Dr. Dane here, and I was like, oh, he's a chiropractor, I'll listen to it, and then he started podpocking and talking about everything as the opposite appears to be and nothing as the opposite appears to be. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? This is so crazy. And I listened to the replay a thousand times. Maybe not a thousand. But I listened to it until it expired, which was a lot. Because I had nothing better to do, you know, in chiropractic school than do work and listen to stuff on my computer. So, anyways, that was how I found access and the question I did. it. But that long, convoluted story, what was it talking about? Well, I got clear on what I truly desired to have in life. And guess what? It showed up. So, whatever you do, don't get clear on what you truly desire. Because then you might do something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? everything that is times a godzillion where you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what if just, because we're talking about future, so future is the stuff that hasn't yet actualized for you, but that has the possibility of showing up still. So it's like, what if, just because you don't have something right now, or you think it's so far away, doesn't mean that you can't actually have it. What if you were willing to really look at what you truly desire and just ask for it or just acknowledge that you would like to have it and see what can show up and see what choices you actually have available that will contribute to you moving towards that or it moving towards you? Because, you know, remember, we have this crazy thing called all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. So maybe it can just show up for you. And with that, it's time for another break. So we'll be back in a few minutes here on the Access Consciousness Show. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head. 
that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you walk through the world truly being you, everything and everyone is invited to change. Join Dr. Dane here throughout 2016 in his unique classes on being you. Whether you've been asking for something greater, looking for a way to change your life, or longing to change the world, Dr. Dane's Being You classes crack open a world of ease, joy, and possibilities. For a list of Dr. Dane here's upcoming classes and resources on being you, go to www.beingyouclass.com. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Hello, everyone. We're back. And it's Andrew, and I'm present. And today we are talking about... What could you do if you were willing to have the life you truly desire? Mm-hmm. And I've been joking, honestly, about that I'd probably be able to talk about myself or talk to people on a radio show for an hour without having any live callers. Because, you know, that's what I could do, perhaps. But I don't have to worry about it because we have a caller. So, <laughs> uh, tricked you there didn't you? He thought. I was like, I don't know if I can. It's like, you know, those horrible accidents where you can't look away but you want to, but you can't look away. That's how the train wreck in my head of me doing a show without any callers is. And everything that is, I will pock and pod myself. Right and wrong, good, bad, pod and pock, online shirts, boys and beyonds. But anyways, Karen from Maine. What's up, Karen? Hey, Andrew. You are very funny. 
I am glad I'm very funny. <laughs> well, you know that already. Um, so I've been in this pattern, right, of doing what is absolutely necessary and not much beyond um, mm-hmm. taking care of my mom and, um, you know, staying at the house. So it's like when you ask that question, I don't even know what I could choose now. And every time I do choose something to go and nurture myself and to do, I, I get a lot of resistance from both my mom and my husband, you know. Uh-huh. So. And so I just, you know, so there's a fear or a discomfort in choosing those things, but I I only do it when I absolutely have to, like I have to meet my licensing requirements to teach or whatever, um, and trying to step out of it. But really, I don't, you know, it's the same pattern of, you know, just doing what is absolutely necessary. So I... Really, you know, like, what do I choose? What do I desire? I don't even know what I desire. How do you even start to even know what you would desire? Well, that is a good question. But what if you just looked at it and just, like, sat down and wrote, like, okay, well, if my mother, you know, in your case, if my mother or my husband weren't the determining factors of what I could have in my life, what would I choose? Oh, so many more possibilities come to mind. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you should start looking at that then. Oh, okay. Like, and if you, how do I? How do I? What if it's not a there? how? I, 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 I mean, guess that is that is really the the sticking point for most people. And so, thank you for bringing that up. But it's like looking at how how do you begin? You go to the how of how do I do this. Or how do I create this? But the funny thing is, and and I really like it, you know, when you have to go to the bathroom, is there a how do you go to the bathroom or do you just go to the bathroom? <laughs> no, you just do it. You, you just do it. Same thing for everything else in your life. Really? Okay. Hmm. But, it, you, you know, we, it. we have this lie that there's a, there's a how or there's this process or there's this method that we're supposed to figure out first, or there's this plan we're supposed to get, and then we follow the plan, and then we get what we'd like. But that's not actually how the universe works. The universe works, you ask, and then you receive. And the, you know, universe or consciousness or whatever gets it to you in the quickest way it can. Okay. Um, yeah, asking, yeah I, I guess I haven't been really asking um, a lot of questions. Well, are you actually really looking at, one, are, are you looking at, at asking to see what you truly desire? And two, are you then asking for what you would like or asking for that desire to show up? Neither. I haven't been asking for any of that. Yes. Haven't been asking. So what is so. it that you truly desire, Karen? Freedom. <laughs> okay. Freedom to choose. Freedom to choose. And you... And what choices are you making now that don't allow that? Well, because I'm sort of limited in what I can choose because I have to, you know, Is that true? do the necessary things of taking care of my mom. So I really don't have any other choice, except I am looking at, you know, yeah, going to a nursing home. Say? Did you hear what you just said? No, what did I just say? So I don't have, I'm just doing what's necessary, so I don't really have any other choices. Oops, pot and pot that. 
Nope, you get to keep it. I get to keep it? Crap. Yeah, okay. it's necessary, you know? You can't get wow. it. It's, you know, how many justifications, like, because how many justifications do you have of stopping you from having what you truly desire? <sighs> Everything that is times got to destroy and uncreate it all. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though? We we know what we would truly like to desire, but then we say, oh, I can't have that. Or, oh, that's not possible because I have to do this. What question is, that's not possible because I have to do this? There's no question in that. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you were making $5,000 more each month, could you pay someone to take care of your mother? Absolutely, yeah. Would you be happier? Yes, I'm smiling. So yes, I guess there is. There would be you can't more admit that joy. on radio because then you know you're a bad daughter, especially with your Asian <laughs> heritage. You know, like have, <laughs> paying someone else to take care of your mother so you don't have to do that is you know just sacrilegious. Well, in a Chinese culture, that is. So I know that's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you actually looked at it, it's like, so are you asking what it would take to make $5,000 more each month or however much more it would take? Like, have you even looked at how much it would take to have someone that was full-time to take care of your mother so you didn't have to? Oh, wow, that feels so light to me. It gives me goose goosebumps. Yeah, awesome. but, and this is, this is, and, you know, this is so many times where I do this, too, where I just, we just get boxed into this point of view or this way of, like, well, I have to do it, so I'll just do it, and that's fine, but what else is possible, and what else is possible that you haven't looked at? Because if you were making, you know, what could you do that would be making you the additional money um, that would be fun for you and that you could use then to pay someone to take care of your mom? <laughs> that's making me giggle. Because, <laughs> I mean, you're take? not a Great bars questions. facilitator, are you, Karen? I'm a bars and a body process facilitator, yep. So you're a bars and you're a body process facilitator. Would you like to be doing classes? Yes, I would. But then I think of, you know, I had to pay somebody to take care of my mom, you know, and... Exactly. So. But that's the point. You <laughs> get to pay someone to take care of your mom so you can do something that you would really like to do. Yeah, but then... I live in Maine, okay, so I only get, you know, small classes. I always create small classes, and, you know, I look at the bottom line, and I shouldn't. It's like it's always going to create more if I keep well, doing that Well, the bottom line is you have enough money that you pay for someone to take care of your mom. So I think that's a good bottom line, isn't it? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Or you have a really good justification for why you can't do it because you need to work because that is <laughs> another cultural thing you can use to your advantage, right? Yes. Absolutely, yeah. I, if you're doing I didn't it for work, you're not before. being a bad daughter. You're doing it to further yourself and your family. Um, not only that, but when I talk to my sister about putting my mom in a nursing home, she says, is that the nursing home where they don't respond when you press the bell or press the button? I was like, yep, same one. So I, I went into guilt with that one as well, too. So I got to get over well, myself. You should you should tell her then. Can you can you uh, come take care of mom for like two weeks? <laughs> no, that's the very next thing that she says. She says I really can't say anything because I can't take care of her. <laughs> well, you should ask if she's me. willing to contribute money to take care of her. Then. Oh, I can give my sister money to take care of her. No, get your sister to pay you money to take care of her. 
She's got none. That's her excuse. Well, see, exactly. So she shouldn't have a determining thing in that. Then, you know, yeah. She's not contributing I just in any way, except her. keeping you taking care of your mom and making you feel guilty that you're not doing a good <laughs> enough job. I know I'm very stupid. I just I keep calling her and I shouldn't. So, and talking to her, thinking that she would support me, but in these difficult decisions, I think I'm trying to alleviate my guilt or justify my guilt. So I call her and then I get more. So isn't that nice? Maybe you should Family, just really yes. look at, you know, oh, wait, guilt is a what? A distractor implant. Okay. Well, I'm going to run those processes to open up more possibilities to. Well, and it really, you, you know, I really like to get to do this to people because Gary has done it to me so many times. But it comes down to choice. <sighs> yes, I know. And See, I... the big sigh, the fear comes up. <laughs> They're like, but wait, I don't know how to choose. Uh, do you go to the? Do you think about how you go to the bathroom, or do you just go to the bathroom? Right. Yep. Just choose. Just do it. Yeah. So, what if you like? What would you have to do to create successful classes? You know, not much. I was surprised because when I I hadn't put a bar sub class up for a year, and I put it up, and I got people to sign up. So. It was just, you know, kind of like accidental. Exactly. So I had to just put it up there, so. It's accidental, so you couldn't accidentally, you know, start making more money so you could accidentally pay someone to take care of your mother. (laughs) We're very funny, aren't we? (laughs) That's right. That's another possibility I didn't consider, so. That would be great. Okay. Andrew, thank you. You are welcome. You always open doors for me, so I I really appreciate it. What's that? Anything else? Any other questions, concerns, complaints? (laughs) No, you open doors, so that that is awesome. So thank you so much. You are welcome. All right. Take care. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? Everything that is, times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And there's so many times where we actually... I think this process is is amazing because there's so many times we get tunnel vision or we just look from this one point of view about what we can create or what we can have or the future we can have based on what showed up in our past and what's presently occurring for us or what we bought has occurred for us. But what if that's not true? And what if just because you had such and such past and you have such and such present doesn't eliminate what you can choose for your future? So if you didn't, if your past wasn't relevant to your future, what would you choose to create? And if your past wasn't relevant to creating the life you desire, what would you create? And everything that is, times a cutscene, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds.
So, so, and I think that with what Karen was talking about with how do I do this or how do I create this? What if there's just no how? What if you just have to start? And actually acknowledge you would like to start. Because one of the things I was doing, uh, another one of the things I was doing, was I, I graduated chiropractic school and I got a job offer with the chiropractor that I had seen since I was, uh, I don't know, eight, like a teenager, young teenager, a wee little teen. And um, he gave me, like, offered me an associate in his practice, which was a good job, you know, so I moved home from Florida and started working in there and started showing up every day doing the things and then doing access classes on the weekends. But one of the things at the job was I would have to work Saturdays. So I really couldn't do that many, like I couldn't do classes that are two-day classes because, you know, you got to work Saturday mornings. So that wasn't really working. But I was still doing access classes and I was doing the job because, I don't know, you know, I needed a job. And I wanted to see if it was going to work for me, you know, being in a chiropractor since I just spent three years and quite a bit of money on this education. And I just kept really seeing that I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it and I wasn't happy doing the job. Not that, you know, the office wasn't good or you know, I didn't really enjoy the job or I was being, I was paid getting paid pretty well well at least what I thought was pretty well because considering I didn't have I only had summer jobs and you know I had my real first full-time job um, <laughs> and so I kept looking at the fact that I really wanted to travel and I really wanted to do these classes and I really wanted to facilitate these classes all over the world because that's what I was asking for and I knew that's what I wanted to do or at least I knew that I wanted to find out if that was really what I wanted to do um, and so often we go into this thing of like, well, I don't want to lose what I have because, you know, I have a good job. And what if I do this and then I fail? Then I don't have a good job and I'm screwed or something. I don't know. But anyways, so I was going back and forth, kind of waffling of trying to do like half foot in, you know, doing what I really wanted to do and then half foot out, you know, doing the, the normal chiropractic thing. And then I just finally got to the point of like, okay, I don't care. Even if I fail doing this, if I fall flat on my face, I will somehow pull myself together and go get a new job. I could still go get a job in another office or maybe he'll take me back. I don't really know. I'm not going to think this far ahead. I just know I have to do this now. So I started and I started teaching, like I put in my notice and I started doing classes all the time. And then I started getting other jobs offered, you know, working either for access or working with other facilitators that were traveling around and I could contribute to their classes and I could host them. And I started all of a sudden I was traveling around the world and now I'm traveling around the world pretty much all the time because, you know, what's more fun than, I don't know, you know, you got to be careful what you ask for. I said I wanted to travel around the world and I never specified how many times, you know, I would like to travel around the world. So like this year I've been around the world three times. Um, so next year we're, we're, I'm looking at doing a little different scheduling, maybe changing my ask a little bit to say, to specify, you know, getting a little more specific with that, you know, maybe a little longer weekends, you know, some days off, stuff like that. But <laughs> it's terrible, you know, asking for things and then showing up and then you're like, crap, now why I have to choose to see if I really desire this or not. But it was 
it was a choice that I made because I was like, well, I'm just going to have to do this because I really need to see if this is what I desire for me. And if I fall flat on my face, I fall flat on my face. But I also just keep getting that I need to do this, so I'm going to do it. So everywhere you're doing that and you're not willing to choose it, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and talk, all nine shorts, boys and meals. Oh, my God. But this is also one of the most dynamic ways we really cut ourselves off from the future we would like to have. Because you put this ask out in the universe, you put this request out in the universe of like, oh my gosh, what would it take to have this? Or to, to be this? Or to do this? Or to have someone like this in my life? And then the universe starts, the, the quantum entanglements and everything start changing based on your request. And then all of a sudden you start putting different points of views in them. But, oh, like that can't show up too quickly. Or you start putting doubt in there, but like, oh, when it starts showing up, you're like, no, this must be coincidence. I don't believe this could actually show up. Or you, you, you just say, you, I always like the, this is my favorite, my personal favorite choice. You know, you're like, oh my God, wouldn't it be so awesome to this? But that can't really happen. So you go to the ask and then you change it. Like you have this ask and you start changing the, the universe and it starts realigning and rearranging to give you what you're asking for. And then you put the exact opposite thing out there so you can totally impede and not have any change and not actually get what you desire. Isn't that fun? So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Hmm. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And it's funny, because the moment I did that and I started working, were there hard times? Yes. Did I keep going? Yes. And, and, and one of the things Gary talks about, which I really love and kind of always did but never really realized I did, is he says, never give up, never give in, and never quit. Because if you never give up, you never give in, and you never quit, you can't really fail you will eventually get what you're asking for. So I just never quit. And I kept looking at how I could create what I was asking for. Well, not how, or just what it would take. Not how. Because when you go to how, you kind of start thinking about things and you look at like the plan for how to manipulate things. But what it's like, what if you could just really ask for what you truly desired and the universe could show, bring it to you, or it could show up. Cause, and that was what I started looking at because I started getting clearer on, okay, this is what I really like to do. What do I need to do to create this? And, you know, what does that mean? It's like, well, how much money a month do you need to be showing up so you have all your expenses covered and you're, you're not freaking out worrying about how to where the money is coming from or anything like that? And what else do you need? Do you need, like, someone to babysit your kids or your mother so you can be able to go and do the things you would like to do? Um, and how much money would that cost? And what else is it that you would truly, you know, if you'd really like to travel around the world, what would it take to do that? And what's really required for that? You know, do you need to change your job so you can actually be able to do that? Do you need to see if your job can rearrange itself to work for you better? Um and that's really one of the things I started looking at with all this stuff is what would it take for everything you have showing up in your life to work for you? And what if it could all contribute to you having the life you truly desire? And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? 
everything that is times a godzillion we destroy and create evil. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and meals. And if you're really willing to look at what you truly desire and it, and really willing to acknowledge the future that you could have, the totality of it, would that change anything? Because if you knew you you had in the future you are going to be a millionaire, or if you knew you were already going to be what you were requesting, would it make would it really matter to you how quickly it showed up? Or would you just know it's showing up, that it's on its way, that it's in the mail? You know, it's like when you when you buy something and they're sending it, do you already know you have it? Do you know it's showing up? It's showing up. It's on its way. So how much, what if like your entire life was like that? That everything you were asking for was it's on its way at the moment you asked for it. And all you had to do to create anything or change anything in your life was to just ask for it and to make the choices that would create that showing up. And, uh, wow. Whew. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving the total future you can create that keeps you from being the totality of what you can create are you choosing? Everything that is, time is a godzillion, we destroy and create it all. Whew. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And with that, everyone, that's the end of today's show. Thank you for all listening to me talk about you know, stuff and being on a monologue for pretty much almost the whole show. So I didn't do the whole show by myself. Thank you, everyone. And um, we'll be back next week on the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to.